Hi everyone, my name is Isha and thank you so much for tuning in to the very first episode of this podcast. So a little bit more about me and why I decided to create this podcast before I get started. Like I said, my name is Isha, I'm currently 15 years old and I'm in the 10th grade. So one of the main reasons I decided to create this podcast was because I've personally known friends and family who have been through mental health issues, whether it be big or small, and I myself, being a student, have also been through amounts of stress, and I've seen how badly any mental health issue can affect someone's lifestyle. I feel like they're often neglected, and most people deem mental health issues in anyone, but I think in particular teenagers, as mood swings when in reality it is, or it could be, so much more serious. That being said, I decided to create this podcast, which is just going to be about talking about mental health, talking about mental health issues, some solutions, ways to cope, maybe some personal advice, so that ultimately none of us feel like we're dealing with these issues on our own. I really want to emphasize on why our mental health is so important and why we should definitely not neglect it. And I also want to share some of the best ways I've found mental health can be helped or dealt with. While everyone does have their own coping mechanisms, and some may think some stress busters are more effective than others, I really hope that I can help you realize what may be best for you and your mental health through the suggestions I give or through what I talk about. So before I get to talking about stress, anxiety, and depression, and those sort of things in detail, I want to cover what exactly mental health is, and how mental health is often neglected, and things like that. So in short, mental health is our emotional, psychological, and social well-being, which is basically all of our emotions, fears, sadness, excitement, all of those come under mental health. And that's why it's so important that we understand our own mental health and be aware of ways to keep it happy or content. There are a number of things that can affect your mental health. It can be small or big. It could be friends, family, and from what I've seen and very well experienced, school is a huge factor, especially for students. This is a huge aspect of what I plan to talk about on this podcast. I'd really like to help teenagers overcome the stress and possible anxiety that comes with school or at least cope with it. There are some mental health issues that are obviously much more severe than others. For example, stress is something that is hard to deal with, but it is something that most people go through. No matter what age they may be or what they may be doing, we all deal with it. But I feel like what matters the most or what can help the most is the way we deal with this stress and what we do to help ourselves deal with this stress. Because at the end of the day, there isn't really a way we can completely eliminate something like stress or anxiety from our life. So the most we can do is find the best ways to cope with them and deal with them. And on the other hand, there are much more severe mental health issues that are not as common in which just looking for a coping mechanism or a stress buster is not going to be enough. And seeking actual medical advice is much more important. But because of the stigma towards mental health nowadays in most areas, people tend to be reluctant to reach out and ask for advice or help. This means that a mental health issue that started off as something small can turn into something much larger and much more serious. 
Like I was saying before, a large amount of people tend to mistake mental health for mood swings, especially amongst teenagers or younger people. But they're often not just mood swings. And a huge reason for this is because many of us have a very limited knowledge of mental health. And then consequently, we have a limited knowledge about what those around us may be going through or even what we may be going through. Mental health issues, like I said, have many levels of severity, from mild mental exhaustion to severe stress-related or anxiety-related issues that affect our physical fitness as well. But it's always important to remember that all mental health difficulties or issues or illnesses are equally valid and you should never feel like you're being dramatic or, as many would say, moody when you feel something is genuinely affecting you and your mental and physical health. While researching about mental health issues, I found a lot of different common causes between the surveys I took, the interviews I conducted, and just stuff I saw online. There was hundreds of different causes, but some of the most common causes that I found for mental strain in especially high school students were thing, not only things related to academics, but things like peer pressure or lack of a support system or trying to balance your family life, your social life, and your schoolwork, things like that. And these causes can lead to many different illnesses depending on the person and what issues they have. But again, some of the most common issues that I found were depression and anxiety. I found these issues to be the most common amongst high school students in particular, even though stress and anxiety is something that a majority of people do deal with. Some effects these issues tend to have on anyone, but mostly high schoolers in particular, are students could lose their motivation to work. They could lose their motivation to do well in tests, which means they don't perform as well which once again comes back to peer pressure and then the pressure to do well by parents, teachers, and all of that. Aside from the academic aspect, it can also change how someone interacts with their peers or their parents and teachers and how outgoing they are, how much they participate in things. Coming to more physical effects, it can alter eating habits, sleeping patterns, which obviously is not good for your health. And if these sort of things keep going on and on and on, it only gets worse, which means something that may have started off as a smaller mental health issue could amount to something much worse. Aside from knowing about these mental health issues and what they can do to us, it is equally as important, if not more important, to know about what we can do to help ourselves and other people around us cope and deal with these issues. Once again, based off of surveys and interviews that I've conducted, I've seen that the most common ways to reduce stress done by high school students seem to be talking to friends, writing down your thoughts, or forgetting about your work for a while, or just putting it off for a bit. Because when we say, forget about it, take a break, most of us tend to think that means, okay, I'm just going to leave the problem alone. I'm not going to try to fix it. I'm not going to try to deal with it. And from what I've done research on, this does work in some cases in which you cannot control the problem or the issue that you're worried about is something that's out of your control. But when it comes to things like studying or a project or a competition that you need to prepare for or anything like that, 
We need to make sure that when we do take a break from something that was stressing us out, we don't completely give up on it. One of the best ways to do this or just to deal with stress or anything that's troubling you in general is to put that issue in perspective. Is it really as bad as you think? Is it as disastrous as you're making it out to be in your head? Because most of the times we tend to make a problem seem much more worse than it actually is in a way that's more panicked rather than logical and well thought out. Making time for yourself is also something that can really help your mental health. It could be just five minutes a day or 10 minutes a day, but just to be by yourself for a while and do something that you love. It could be like a hobby that you like or a movie or a show that you want to watch. Personally, I feel like pursuing a hobby or just anything you like, even for half an hour a day, can make a huge difference because I personally really enjoy music like I'm sure many people do. And I've found that listening to music for just maybe 10 minutes a day as a break or even listening to music while I'm reading or doing work is just really calming and it often makes me feel a lot better. While we are on the topic of music, I wanted to talk about something called music therapy, which I will be talking about in much more detail in my future episodes. But I did want to mention a little bit about it because it's something that's so simple but really effective. So in brief, based off the research that I've done, music therapy is basically the use of music to address physical, emotional, cognitive, and basically mental health needs of any individual. Basically by slowing down the rhythms of our own body and hence changing our mood, which can influence positive behavior. Going back to some other effective stress busters, organization is also something that can really help you manage your time your work and just make things more clear in your head so that they're not as haphazard in your head this especially applies for academics tests and things like that also it is really important to try to reduce your workload if possible try to eliminate doing unnecessary things or thinking about unnecessary things that are not important or not a priority Another very important thing to remember to just manage your stress and your mental strain better is not to aim for perfection and just do your best. Perfection, as we know, is not possible. And it's important to be proud of however close you get to achieving your goal and not to pressurize yourself to do something that isn't possible. Accepting that you cannot control everything is also something that's really important. Some things are out of our control, for example, worrying about what people may think of you in school if you do this, or worrying about what a certain result is going to be. Those sort of things are out of our control, besides just doing our best and overall just putting our best foot forward. Finally, like I had said before, one of the most effective ways to reduce stress is talking and communicating. It can be to your parents, to anyone in your family, to your friends, or a teacher you trust. Just talking to someone and telling them how you feel and getting their advice if you want can be really helpful. These are also things I'm going to be discussing in future podcasts and also helping people find a platform on which they can really express their feelings or just talk to someone. That is all for today's episode. Thank you so much once again for listening. In future episodes, I will be going into more detail about what I talked about today and even some other new things. But regardless, I hope you found this episode helpful and please do 
leave me feedback and suggestions or email me feedback at reach.unwind at gmail.com.